0: Future wager at 50 to 1, you do. I got another 25 to win. Mystic journey over the top, takes She is If I don't get the first leg, won, I, I just walk home. I'm just straight out the door. I'm gone. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another edition of the Two Units podcast another huge weekend of racing group ones up there in queensland not so sunny queensland uh we've got the specs across three states this weekend uh pack your nags salt and supper our unit of the week and as always you're in at the show with our two units our best bets from around australia i'm your host nick foote joining me as always is the sultan my great mates how are you Co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I tried that on yeah, for size. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. all the cheeky look. Host
1: yeah. and talent. I don't mind that. <laughs> Mate, how good is it to be here at 1 pm on a Thursday and recording? We've we've come a long way. Our first episode was in an absolute dungeon at 6am on a thursday actually to paint a picture for the listeners we used to record when we were previously teachers
0: in an outdoor ed room that stuck that was methylated spirits like wilson's prom <laughs> yeah.
1: after six days of farts with a wombat sh- with yeah. wombat shit and and late nights on thursday we used to do
0: oh yeah the lockdown late nights were yeah. um they got a bit out of hand actually when yeah. we were just like locked down doing nothing i reckon i'd I drank half a bottle of of Dao Winnies one night during a show and my wife had to come in and wheel me
1: out. <laughs> I reckon one night before the first, we previewed the first at Caulfield, I had a Cheech and It was a good <laughs>
0: episode. Oh, well, at least, at least we've got our act together. Yeah, we're starts. sobered up. The, the world's back. The world's yeah. back. This fresh, delicious, tasty, meaty, turkey-filled, cold-cut, combo i eat three every day to help keep me strong uh Salts, it is now time for the supper it's in your name too isn't it it's honoring the great man and uh we per- invite all performers or we just celebrate anything we want really from the week gone by and uh Salts, you're kicking us off and i'm not sure where this is going
1: i'm bringing to the supper spoiler alerts <laughs> yeah. and i think it's outstanding that in this world there's a lot of shit in this world and we don't need to go over it because we're about fun and happy times but Mm. there's a lot of shit that goes on there's a lot of bad things but there is one unwritten rule across the universe that you do not post spoiler alerts for a show that's been aired and if you do you put a disclaimer and then lines below it saying spoiler alert Mm. you know you look at google reviews Every single review that has a spoiler alert says it. When you're in general conversation, people always ask, "Oh, have you seen the end to this?" before they then go into conversation about the show. And I I think it's one part of humanity that has actually gotten stronger like as the it. years gone on. I think spoiler alerts are outstanding and it, I don't I've never had someone Spoil something for me, and if I did, they'd get a Liverpool kiss. Like it's <laughs> is just it, that it's a bad act. But that I've that never. seen it a Chelsea it.
0: grin? What's the difference between a Liverpool kiss and a Chelsea grin?
1: I haven't heard the Chelsea grin. Oh. We used to have the um, the Cambodian smiley face. They come and, and cut. Cut the sides of your lips, oh, so then yeah. if you smile, it hurts. Yeah, yeah. Never got one. I think they were a myth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's no good at all. <laughs> Who <are>
0: You bringing them? <laughs> I'm uh, changing it up. I like the spoiler bits, though. It's almost un-Australian, isn't it? If you if you just you know, what's it's
1: un-universal? Different. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like it, uh, mate. I'm bringing you along. I'm going back to what we're here for: horse racing. I'm bringing along Billy Ryan, the uh, the great trainer in from Tasmania, and uh, obviously selling. Uh, still a Star During the week um, I actually listened Into Beer and Skittles On RSN Central With Gareth And our man Mitch And mate It was actually emotional Like Mitch Beer was serious yeah. For the first time In the history Of his life And they spoke Like it was just Moments after um, Still a Star Had sold for 700000 At the Broodmare sales And um, he's obviously Got you know we, His health Story's been Well documented And his connection With that horse Been keeping him Up throughout So Although he sold for seven hundred k, there's still this emotional element, and I want, to, I want to give Billy a hug and I want to bring him along to the supper.
1: Yeah, well, he said he's waited his whole life for a horse like this, didn't he? So yeah, great, great news, great result. Who else you got? Um, that's all I've got. I thought you bringing you too. Nah, I'm packing you too. Oh, I got ahead of myself. <laughs>
0: Can someone teach this bloke to read a, a run sheet? Uh,
1: what do you say we go on to pack your nags?
0: Oh, you will listen to every damn word I have to say. I see no finger you bring home, and they suck. i am
1: come. I have obviously made an error there because why on earth would you bring you two? If you brought you two to the supper, you'd be out of this podcast. Yeah, they are no getting... good. We'll start with you two. Why is he going? <laughs> well, I'm actually—I'm actually sending. It, it's a bit of a flow-on.
0: So, spoiler alert: you've cooked me. <laughs> Sucks. he's bought spoiler alerts and then he spoiled my packing eggs That's this just, this is irony this, this is the sickest honest. twist of irony ever witnessed on a podcast <laughs> <laughs> you suck <laughs> no salts so packing eggs this week right live music's back we'll get to you too mm, thank okay, you okay okay but live music is back and um you know there's gigs everywhere i've, I've bought myself some tickets to some bands that i want to see and there's one thing that I want to send packing that occurs at gigs and that is preaching. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're playing music, all right, you've got obviously you've got yourself a stage, you've got yourself a platform. But if you're on like a festival slot or you've got 40 minutes, can you not fill 15 minutes of your show talking about the environment, climate change, whatever it may be? Like I'm there to hear your tracks, all right? And then that's it, Salts. So
1: that's got to pack its nags. If you think you're 15 minutes about, and we like the environment, we're not against it, but if you, whatever cause you're going for, if you think you're 15 minutes out of 40 at a festival is having any impact whatsoever on one person in the crowd, you are so far up your own ass, it's not funny.
0: Exactly right. So it's got to be sent packing, which then leads me into U2, Salts, which mm. U2, I think, I haven't seen U2 live before, but I've got a feeling Bono might have some of those... Bono might have some of those traits with the edge. Do you want to hear them live? Laugh?
1: No. Hello.
0: <laughs> 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 but the thing I want to send you to pack and for is now. I don't have Apple CarPlay in my car, which you know. I noticed. A, what a popper! <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm driving. I'm driving European luxury and don't have CarPlay. Mm. That's that's an error in itself. Uh, but. Remember when you two snuck onto everyone's iPhones a couple of years ago? Yeah, there was outrage. Well, the fact that I don't have carplay, I'm a Spotify man, but somehow my car always reverts default to it's Apple Music. A, yeah, you've
1: got to go so, in and delete that.
0: Oh, so I don't know how. So you two have infiltrated my phone. Every time you start, you and every time I start oh. my car, I hear you two, and I just, i yeah, my car's about to be burnt out. Oh, I have on that one with Street. one
1: song as well, and yeah, get in your, get in your, um iTunes or, or your iMusic, whatever, get rid of it, because that's brutal. And you don't want Bono there. He's actually 14 Keurigs. Yeah, <laughs> he is, he's is the biggest turd in the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you
0: two are preaching, pack your bags.
1: Pack right. I'm packing Snapchat stories. Who still does them? Yeah, no. Do not, you still do not them? Not me, no. I'm nah.
0: I, I, I think whatever you could do on a Snapchat story now, like I've got the maturity that I do on an Insta
1: story. <laughs> Very mature. Yeah. Isn't it funny, though, when, they, when Instagram stories started, everyone was like, nah, you're... You can't do, nah, you don't do those. Yeah. We use now, now everyone's off Snapchat. So if you're doing Snapchat stories, I do get must a few, be 18 I or I do get a
0: few puppy dog filters from you now and again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I look pretty hot with that puppy dog filter. So. And the other thing as well that I don't, like people have kids. Okay, so I'm not sending having kids packing, but or maybe personally myself, but for other people, whatever. But people like online, they refer to them, you know, miss seven today, you know, changed her own diaper or something <laughs> you should probably be out of diapers yeah. <laughs> or miss seven or mr 13 today had his first booger or <laughs> you know whatever miss and mr before their age I, I i'm just not a fan of it and i think it's got to go i didn't know that was a thing didn't you no
0: but yeah now. you see it okay I'll, it'll be like miss when-
1: four today showed so much attitude
0: to be like when you tell someone oh, i'm thinking about buying this car and then the only car on the road you see is that car for the next like two yeah, weeks you, yeah this will be this now i'll yeah i'll hop online and all i'm going to see is miss 18 and miss mr eight or whatever it is i don't yeah, know you'll yeah.
1: see miss 18 because yeah. you're probably <laughs> looking for it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's dumb
0: uh, okay let's uh let's get into some serious race chat on the other side
1: of this Top Sport is bringing you something that's better than the best and better than the rest. It's best of the best multis. Your top odds are guaranteed. Just place a best of the best multi across any Saturday Metro meeting to score yourself the top fluck or top dividend from the three national totes on each leg. How's that for top dollar? Download the app today and bet your way. Visit topsport.com.au. Top Sport. Feel the excitement. Best of the best not available WA races gamble responsibly.
0: Welcome back. It is now time for Salt Specs. Salt <laughs> takes a moment to compose himself.
1: I've shed it. I've cried in the in the break during that ad. Then I lost. So let's get it together. Yeah.
0: As always, this this part of the show is brought to you by uh, Tristan and the team at Top Sport. They do a fantastic job supporting us, and uh, hopefully we can you know support them and bash them and get a few winners <laughs> yeah, for us exactly. this week. <laughs> uh, but we do have Specs across three states, Caulfield, Randwick and Muzza B. And we're also going to take a look and chat about the Group 1 up there in... Uh, group 1s yeah, up there in, uh, in Queensland this week. And as always, Salts, we start things off in Victoria. And um. uh, we're at the Heath. What can we expect?
1: The big V. The rail's 11 metres. The tracks are good for. There's light winds. It, it might even on as the day goes on. Early on, um, you know, I want to be with horses that are going to be up there. But... You can run on sort of later in the day, uh, but I'm going to kick off in race one. It's a benchmark 100 over the 1,000 metres.
0: benchmark ton.
1: I know. There's three of them on the card today as well, so okay. we can let that slip. We stuffed up there, but <laughs> I'm with young Liam here just for 0.65 a unit, and you'll notice over the course of today's show, uh, there's no, I don't think I've had, I haven't had a win bet that's a unit or more. Yeah. It's, it's a weekend for literally salt specs. There's, there's no real standouts for me. There's no favorites I'm really keen to dive into over the course of the weekend.
0: To, to be fair and to counter that, I mean, for those that follow you on Twitter, you didn't have a full unit on anything either yesterday and you went three from three in Sydney with what point seven five, point eight five, six five, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were people sending in bet slips with five hundred dollar multis, which we didn't have on. Yeah, but good on them. Ah, so you had
1: a bloody good day yesterday, salts. Why do I bag multis? <laughs> anyway, race yeah, one, young, benchmark one hundred. Yeah, young Liam. He's in very light. He's got fifty one kilos. Now it's a benchmark hundred, and there's plenty of horses here that are that they're not benchmark hundred horses. They're they do their best work in in seventy eights and seventies and stuff, but. The weights are spread like that, and he didn't handle the straight last start. He was really keen, and he was poor. I'm willing to put a line through that. Back around a bend is a massive tick. He's a 1,000-meter specialist. He ran along uh, from the front over 1,100 meters here a couple back and was nailed by Clement, So, but but he was good. I think with that rail out early in the day, he either leads or sits outside Starry Legend. I think he can be too nippy for them. He's the one with ratings at 1,000 meters that really stand out. Mm-hmm. When, when he's got this weight on his back. So I think he can run a, a race for me at a price, young Liam, 0.65 units.
0: 0.65 units there for Salts, young Liam at $9.50 on top sport. Mate, I'm going to have a play on Ashford Street in mm. this one. And yeah, you spoke about the compressed weight scale, but I'm really keen to see how Ashford Street gets here at 51.5 kilos. This this is a horse that I know we spoke about the Benchmark 100, but this horse constantly runs around at Warnable and um, Hamilton with about 69 kilos on its back. <laughs> so it's going to feel like a pretty nice weight relief for something that's going to sit up there on pace with to Nugent in the saddle. I'm, I think it's the suck run. So I'm with Ashford Street at $3.70 in race
1: one. Yeah, it's easy to make a case for him because he smacked young Liam last day. It makes him a little less, less off of the weights. But yeah, I, I just want to forgive that straight run. But anyway, good luck.
0: Let's head to race three. It's a handicap for the three-year-olds
1: over the mile. Yeah, just a half unit here on Blaze Zero for Philip Stokes. And I spoke about wanting to be up there early. I'm just not sure what they're going to do with this horse. It has settled handy over 14 and 1,600 metres in the past. They've drawn out. They drew out last side at Flemington over 1,400 metres, took their medicine, just went straight back, no intent whatsoever. That was in a really strong open three-year-old race. And he gave them all weight, big weight. He had 59 kilos. They were... Nag's going around with 52 kilos mm. in the finish. Cardinal Gem held up 54 kilos. He was home in second race, fastest splits. I thought he was really strong. It was a good return. He jumped out well prior. I think to 1,600 meters, I'd love for him to be, to try and settle handy and, and not just flop out the back. But he will be hitting the line. And I think at around that $9.50, he's enough. When I did the race, the markets hadn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. And I sort of had him around that $6. So at that price, I thought I can I can have a nibble at him. Did you? Yeah, awesome. That's 9.50 on top sport. Did you take a look at general
0: firepower? Because I know you backed this horse at Flemington last start on the show, and uh, he was uh, he was huge. He got nutted just late by flash feeling. It was a bit of a sickie, to be fair. Did you look at, at him? Because he's presenting at good value at $10 as well.
1: Yeah, I did, mate, of course. And like you mentioned last start, like the blinkers went on, they led. And to the eye, he got it his way at every chance. But he, but he did actually run along. He ran good overall time. They won't be leading today. I think he's a better chaser. And I, and I noted that if he had have taken a sit the other day, oh, it was a great ride. Mm. Don't get me wrong. He jumped well. That's it. But if, if he had a, a back to follow, I believe he wins that race. He's back in trip 100 meters here. I, I just feel like Blaze Zero has got a higher ceiling. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think he's a better horse. This is a, a more difficult race. Than General Firepower faced last start at Flemington. Cool.
0: Hey, uh, let's head to race four now. So it's a 78 for the three-year-old fillies over the 1100. And I like one here. I'm, I'm siding with the uh, human nose roll, PG Moody. And he's got one here, Gentility, at around the $4 quote. And she looks a really, really smart filly. Had to chase down a tearaway leader uh, on debut at Mornington. That was on New Year's Day down there. And um, that was, I think, COVID down there at that day. Might have been around then. No, nah, it wasn't New it Year's Day. It was the week it was, before. It was the week yeah, before. Yeah. It, yep. was, it was COVID territory down yeah. there. Yeah, it got me anyway. <laughs> I was on the couch then. Five winners have since come out of that race from that New Year's Day race yeah. at Warnington. So the form's been well and truly franked. Yeah. Um, had a nice jump out at Packenham leading into this. I think Meech is an excellent booking. She'll go forward. She'll be hard to beat. Gentility at
1: $4.420. What am I getting on Top Sport? You um, know he'll have four. Four bucks, yeah, and you know he has them ready. Yeah, 30. they don't go to the races. Yep, underdone. He he works him. You know he's obviously a great horseman. He's not overworking him, but when they go to the races, they're ready to run.
0: Yeah, well, we had a little jump out, which I didn't get to see, but I did get to look at the official stuff at Packenham. Yeah, so there's had a couple there. So yeah, great. That's probably one of my better bets on the card. Salty so at yep. at uh, Corfield, and let's head to race six. It's another seventy-eight, and in this one, it's over the twelve hundred.
1: Yeah, just waiting to see what happens with Imperial Hilton here. So we'll move on from this quickly. I won't even talk about him. He just needs a few to come out to get a run. So let's cross our fingers that three more come out and he gets a run. I'll flow on from that. We'll go straight into race seven. It's another benchmark hundred. Ton. Over the 2,000 meters. And again, I I like one here at a bit of a price. I'll have 0.75 units on Pancho. I think he's just desperate to get involved in a fast run race, and and he cops that here. I I feel like Brett Preble last start, he erred. The horse jumped really well, and then he just didn't show any intent, and he ended up posted three wide. That wasn't an issue because it was a slow speed, but it was an issue because the horse just thrives on fast run races. He's not a sit-sprint horse. He got got involved in a sit-sprint in the Yarra Valley Cup. Maserati Bay got left for dead. All right, so he's a horse that loves a fast tempo. He's got this outrageously fast time chasing a hot tempo at Mooney Valley one day on a good track. I'd like to see him handy here, and I do know that they're going to run along in this race because you've got Grand Slam with Linda Meach engaged, who I'm keen to be against. He's got two massive peak figures with, with Jamie Carr on board, one of them on a hot rail at Mooney Valley. I think no effort kicks up below. We missed the start badly last start, but it's a leader. I think that kicks up. If it doesn't lead, it at least forces linda to do some work on grand slam don't doubt dory led here two back over 2000 meters took a sit one off uh on the rail last Saturday at flemington comes here off seven days 51 kilos it's another that it will at least force grand slam to work i think they run along here i think pancho thrives on that and i think grand slam just needs everything to go his own way so i'm happy to be against him and and i've sided with Pancha. Yeah, ten bucks and you're having 0.75 of a
0: unit. Yeah, good hey, value. Can we just talk about Wichita Star for a moment mm. in this race, Salt? So this this horse is won the Warrnambool Cup last start, beating Grand Slam, who was the absolute hot pot. So you've got Grand Slam who lobs here at three bucks. Wichichar star's thirteen. Now I'm not saying have a have a bet, but let's just look at the progression of this horse. So gone from one of those sort of zero to fifty-eight type races at Yarra Valley running third. Um, three lengths or two lengths, then uh, won a 58 at Stony Creek, won a 64 at Sandown, half a length off Point Nepean at Caulfield, won a 78 at Sandown, then wins a warnable Cup. That is just like, that's remarkable, isn't
1: it? It's unreal. And he's won on good threes all the way through to heavy tens. He's won five from seven this prep. That's unreal. Yeah, unbelievable. And, you know, he'd he'd won a race prior in Adelaide, in March of 2021, but he was floundering over there, and, and he's come here, and you know, great performance from from Highland. Yeah, big time. Uh, race
0: nine salts on the card. It's an 84 over 1400. I'm going to have a little two bet, two bet play here in uh, in the ninth, in the last, and try and try it out. I think there's a lot of value here, and I, I'm having yeah two two bets, and the first one of that is Camborne. So excuses first up, and was ridden, I think, upside down on the heavy 900 at the bull. Jumped well, but just went forward and didn't appreciate it at all and didn't like the bottomless track and folded up and finished eight lengths last in that race.
1: I liked it that day. He was heavily backed. Yeah. Heavily backed in, S- and, and flopperoony. I'm
0: willing to forgive those. Yeah. Do you know what I... I just off... Yeah, the one I, I'm mad we didn't forgive was Keir Royale that won last week. Yeah. How Kane, we even mentioned
1: about how it was keen and, then they, and, back and, and then they let it run. And then they let it run and flogged. Him. Yeah. It pisses me off. Yeah. But anyway, I was... I was pretty pissed off. Today. Yeah, I'm
0: going to follow Cam Bourne in here because, you know, gets things gets things his way. He's he's just a better horse than that last start. Like, it's just excuses. So mm. should be ridden more conservatively. And the other that I like is first accused at nine bucks and I think deserves another shot on the mainland and looking to make it four on the bounce. Uh, there's no more Mystic Journey or Still a Star anymore. And even DeRoche was sold, I believe, as well for couple of hundred grand. So Tassie's calling out for a new champ and first accused comes to town. And first accused is at nine bucks. Kambin's at ten bucks. I'm going to equal stake them and hope for a result. Lovely. Ramwick. Yeah. <laughs> is that it? You're just saying one word. I was getting them getting lazy. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. Uh, what can we expect, Salts, with the track and the weather? Thank you very much for the prompt. Well, the rail is true. Heavy 10 Thursday, but improving weather. There's there's a few mil forecast Saturday, but it's probably later in the day. Who, who bloody knows, seriously. Mm. But I've worked off a heavy eight, and I think it'll play fair enough. Okay.
0: So race four is a benchmark 72. It's a midway. Jeez,
1: you love these midways. Six furlongs and uh, the big budwa. Yeah, the big budwa. <laughs> swinging on the left from 60. I'll have 0.85 units on the big budwa, and... I thought he was really good fresh. He was straight to 1,200 meters off just the one trial, and and it was a nice trial as, uh, as well. And the margin was really unfair last start. He doesn't win the race, don't get me wrong, but he made contact with the winner, and he became unbalanced at a key stage at Gosford, which has a short straight. Once he balanced up again, he really knuckled down. You see, he's worked through the lines really, really good. He rolls forward again. I think there's good tempo here, but he either leads or sits outside the leader, and he's fitter now, and he's a horse that just sort of keeps that runs along and sort of keeps grinding away. I think he's a bit over the odds, Boudoir, and I'm happy to have something on. Boudoir,
0: that's 0.85 of a unit at 750. Now, just for the, I guess, the general form analyst that home salts that looks into like these midways, even the highways, and you get you get a stack of runners from with completely different form lines. Mm. When you sit down to do your form for one of these races, does it take a lot longer than another race or do you do you go back through all the replays of all the horses in the race or do you rely more on the
1: figures yeah good question it obviously if horses a lot of horses in the race come through the same race it's quicker just because you've got to access less links each time you watch the replay you've got to keep your eye on a different horse as well but it's obviously just quicker because you can rewind it yeah that's just an easy response i don't look at every horse in every race ever Mm. ever unless i've Had to do something where I'm previewing the whole race of course. The runner by runners, yeah, yeah. But the the two units, two units, one cup.
0: Yeah, (laughs)
1: great flick. Yeah, (laughs) The, the thing with with the ratings is it's designed to be able to compare performances from all different tracks and all different conditions and stuff like that. So the ratings are really useful for narrowing down the top of the market. What I found using ratings did was save time in terms of being able to just put a line through a horse like i can click on this race and open up a particular horse you know we're in race or? What, race four at ranwick a horse like rover for mm. example he's got a peak rating in on boxing day in 2019 and since then he's done absolutely nothing to compare with any of these horses so you look at him and i, I, I won't even bother looking at yeah, gotcha. what he's done like he's, what's he paying and he's 41 bucks in yeah. Way, yeah yeah but then you might find a horse that's 41 bucks and you look through their ratings and you say oh okay it actually has a run within the last five six runs that mm. could potentially win this race let's investigate whether or not this race sets up for that to replicate that figure if it doesn't in the bin if it does well then you can have something on yeah, okay. so yeah the, the ratings do help save time by by penning horses yep nice one Uh, Let's move on to race six now, mate. It's an open handicap over the 1,400 and a bit of value again. Yeah, I think I might have stuffed up there and written the wrong race. I think it's race seven I want to go to. Yeah, apologies about that. Uh, Even then, it's bloody race eight. (laughs) (laughs) It's race eight. I hope hope it
0: goes better on
1: Saturday. Yeah, I'm keen. So let's race eight to an open handicap, 1,400 metres. And I want to be with Animate here. I'm I'm a little bit flat because I'm... I was quite heavily against Coal Crusher because what's what's interesting. He's had eleven career starts, and is a horse that's one four on the trot. You you got to be a good horse to do that. But he's had eleven career starts, and in not one of those starts has he run faster time than benchmark, ever. Mm. Like that's overall all benchmark, which which is extraordinary. So. I think in a race like this that has plenty of tempo on paper, he's, he's never been to 1,400 metres before. He won at 1,300 metres once bolted in by four and a half lengths, but again, didn't run time. That was a 64 at Hawkesbury. How, so, re- how relative is that though if they're actually do- just doing enough to win? I think it's relative because I'm looking at a horse here that looks certain to have to soak up a fast tempo and he's never, ever done that before. He might do it.
0: So you're saying he's, well, his last four wins have just come easy
1: he's done enough you know he beat he's a hot shot last start on a soft seven Yep, who's a died in the wool good tracker I, I believe they're sending him to melbourne this week to find a good track now he, he gave him weight but it's different gravy here i know i spoke about class rise and ratings and stuff last week and Court still running but i just i just feel like at the end of 1400 meters for a horse that's never run over all time he might start taking some short steps so i'm looking for something to to come over the top i did like Grove ferry unfortunately he's scratched mm. i'm going to have 0.75 a unit on animate now animate comes through the takeover target at gosford and he got too far back but he ran on really strong late figures relative to the day and really strong relative to the race as well it, you, you look at cold crush you've got 52 kilos well here's animate coming out of a, a list or coming out of two listed races Recently, and was a good got,
0: win by Blundo too. Yes, yeah. good horse. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah and, and animate, he's got fifty kilos after the claim, and, and he'll run on on a strong tempo, and he does handle all surfaces. So I'm happy to have something on on animate to come over the top. Gets in at fifty kilos after the very claim. light, that's isn't it? So light. Yeah, yeah. And that's at uh, six fifty on
0: Top Sport, and that is in race eight, which is the Fujitsu handicap. Hey, fujitsu. Hey, Mark, how's your Fujitsu? <laughs> Pretty
1: cool. <laughs> that
0: was a classic. Uh Muzzah B. Yeah. Mate, I'm going to Muzzah B and I'm going to race 10. Um, race 10 at Muzzah B. 10 just, races
1: there. It's, t- it's a 10 race card. They've absolutely Sheesh. racked it and stacked it, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. There's, uh, there's some serious carnival fatigue and I've found this. When the carnival leaves town, all of a sudden it's just left with locals that haven't been getting runs. So that, that's why they'd have, they'd have their 10 races and it's full of bad horses. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: salts race 10. It's a benchmark 64 over the 1400. I'm with a horse that's second up here that's come in sort of after the carnival. And it's one we've had a bit of an opinion on in the previous preparation. We certainly uh, didn't land any bets with it, but I think, uh, I think he's a good horse on his day. And that's Castle of Kings at six bucks. It's a really open race and... Castle of Kings is lightly raced and I think just looks prime this prep. First up run, uh, one at Gola and over the 1,200 and just looks topped up for the 1,400 here. And I think uh, I think he's a good bet just in an open affair. Um, tricky draw, but Ben Price is going to need to be decisive. So if he's going to go forward, he needs to make his mind up yep. and go forward. Yep. Or if he's going to, you know, jag some cover, then get back and jag some cover. So the horse can be versatile, but I just want a decisive ride, Salts. So yeah.
1: Castle King six bucks race ten. Uh, We're going to quickly talk about a couple of races at Eagle Farm. Yeah, we will. So race. Uh, we- the, well, there's a group. There's a group one there in race eight for the three year olds. It's the worst derby I've ever seen in in my life. Oh, I haven't looked at it, mate. mate. So you're going to get zipped. I'm from not me. going to talk about it. It's no good. Yeah, we've got. Uh, what race is Aki? He's race five. Uh, he's just so advantaged by this track change, isn't he? Yeah, he you is. know, like last week was going to be. A heavy tan, bottomless, that was the only thing. And, you yeah. know, all of a sudden his biggest danger was Polly Gray, who's, who who's better in the wet. Yeah, who could have probably done the breaststroke and yeah. been competitive. So keen to put the feet up and, and have a look at and, and eat some popcorn there. Well, the, the other one... They've, you, d- they've definitely, though... They've definitely...
0: The market's definitely adjusted to this. the track change, too, because dollar dollar $1.40. Yeah, forty-five to yeah. forty. Yeah. it's about
1: right. Yep. You, you've you looked at the Kingsford Smith. Oh, I looked at it in terms of... In particular, um, for layback, I looked at Paul Lele. Mm. Um, you know, I, could, I found it really difficult to make a case for him or against him. There's arguments both ways. Does he get 1,300? I thought he did grind well late, but he had the run. On Triviere was enormous from downtown. Last side against Paul Lele in that 1,200-meter race, and that was moved from Doombin, and, and she was the only thing to make ground. But, you know, she's drawn barrier 17, just has to go back, can't do anything else. Yep you were looking at the race to potentially
0: yeah maybe just spe- like i'm not going to throw out any tips on the, on the show cuz i'm not confident enough but yeah. it, it will be it will be like a yard track kind of watch race i think yeah, if they're running on like and you know shoot me down across the room but if they are running on oh, i don't think i think brooklyn hustle might just get a little speck of my oh. money so at, <laughs> at 21 on. bucks yeah. one from one track and distance fair call cool. um the you know, I love the Scolopini. And mm. each way, look at forty-one and nine fifty. Absolutely loves it. Um, pretty sure ran close to a peak first up too. So it's the the scallop. So yeah, again, a very nice horse for the O'Day hoisted team. And
1: well, he the start prior to that, you know, he was just off counter rupee. The start prior to that, he just been animate. So yeah, stacking up, mate. stacking up. Yeah, forty francs, forty francs, forty francs.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, I cannot cop a way game in those (laughs) colours. I backed away game last start at Morverville and I can't have them for a few longs. (laughs) It's going to lose three lengths in those colours, I'm convinced. Four million bucks.
1: Yeah, did you see? So she was four million bucks and Racing Australia updated her silks within five seconds. So they should yeah but it took us we bought chippies for 10 grand it took him five <laughs> weeks and he's got 17 <laughs> horseshoes on him for racing They're australia
0: the worst like animated silks i've ever seen get it right he's just got horseshoes everywhere randomly yeah and i'm going to write a letter to them and when i say write a letter i mean you have to write a letter because yeah. they don't actually have a, they don't have an email address <laughs> <laughs> um, um best bets best bets mate no not best bets um <sighs> unit time for unit of the week before our best bets where we give a one of our fans or listeners or whatever i don't even know if they listen they might just tweet in we give them yeah, 200 listeners bucks mate, I'm, so, I'm sure yeah good well this this guy is and it? it's popey who's our heathy pope who's our unit of the week this week and, and he wrote in and uh mate he's actually um He's been super generous with his 200 bucks bonus bet from Top Sport, and he'll explain, and this is where he's going this week. G'day, boys. Love your show. Okay, reckon I have found a purple highlighter play. It's going around at Murray Bridge in race 7, and it's number 10, just a kid. Don't let this bloke's first up 10th of 11 fool you. He was simply run off his legs early over the unsuitably short 1,000 metres. His final sectionals were terrific, including a clear meeting fastest 11.24 final 200-metre split. Obviously, strips fitter here second up, gains the services of Vorster, and the step up to 1,200 metres is ideal. Has opened $7.50 with our great sponsors at Top Sport. Let's all ride this one home hard, as I would like all proceeds to go to Horse Rescue Australia, please.
1: Popey, what a man. Jeez. Got mac and cheese for him, that thing.
0: He's um so two hundred dollars bonus bet. We locked in seven bucks. We didn't get you seven fifty there. The sharps came early. Um <laughs> sorry, Popey. But uh two hundred bucks bonus bet at seven dollars for Horse Rescue Australia. Can we just talk about Popey's dulcet tones for a moment?
1: Yeah, he's well, 2GB operator. You sort of set up. Yeah, older. I like yeah. it. Yeah,
0: he's, he's another potential for when I go on holiday, So yeah. to come in and host <laughs> the show. Uh, yeah, but we're on Popey, all the best. Um, hopefully, we can get a return for Horse Rescue Australia. And you know what, Popey? If that wins, just for your generosity, I'm going to send you a little two-units prize pack. Only if it wins, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah only.
0: <laughs> only if it wins. Uh, two units time, best bets from around Australia and Salts, we spoke prior to the show, we've struggled a little bit to locate a best bet this weekend, haven't we?
1: Yeah, you know, in terms of high confidence plays. Yeah, Um, but I'll kick it off
0: and I'm going to Muzzabee, Salts has sent the card packet and I'm bookending it in race one and race <laughs> 10 and my best bet's nice and early race one so at least i know my fate with my high confidence bet. It's a benchmark 70 over the 1200 and I'm with Karakasu at three bucks and I love that the Jollies have opted to run this bloke at Muzzah B because um, he's run, he's had all his starts at Morphettville, either on the parks or the proper, and he just doesn't look like a Morphettville horse, particularly a parks track horse. And he was nominated for that three-year-old race at Flemington last week, which was always going to be won by Star Patrol. But I was keen to play around the place there because he came up a big price, but they've opted for this. Um, I've always thought he's had some ability, and I think he can go to another level on the big deck. So karikasu three bucks. Race one is my best bet.
1: Lovely. I'm going to Sydney. Ramwick, race nine. It's a 78 over 1,300. And French Marine, I'm backing here each way and keen to back him each way. That's for 0.75 units each way. Now, he went up the wrong price. There was that there got was, snapped yeah, so fast. Yeah, there was 15, 16 available for a little bit. And, and, then, and then he came into... and you could still get three plus a place and i thought even that was overs. and i think he'll just continue to come in and you know i wouldn't be surprised if he starts favorite here and he was huge here too back in a really fast and hot provincial final now he's run past rustic steel fair square who's come out one of gosford guineas and won another race since so the format of that stacked up after that race he's gone and had five weeks off and he had he was really good last night. He was wide without any cover at Scone, under sixty one and a half kilos. He dropped seven and a half kilos today. Wet, absolutely no worries. And he's got a lovely map. I just like you know, it's gonna take something very, very bad to go wrong for him to not be filling the placings, I, I reckon. I think he's really well placed French Marine and you know, in in terms of outlay, it's still one and a half units total and, and he's my best player of the weekend he's into seven bucks and 245 now just yep. you're right that money keeps coming and
0: saying he opened 21 but if you could f- no he did and then oh, something
1: cross cross talk i think it is yes. was was in the market that ran at canterbury and then got scratched yeah and pissed in at canterbury yeah it did. Oh, no.
0: yeah <laughs> yep. yeah okay so salty's got uh french marine as a 0.75 each way as his best for the weekend that's uh That rounds out the best bet, Saltsy, which means it rounds out the show. Um, What are you doing this weekend?
1: I don't. What am I doing? This great song. I was actually. You got in my head because I was going to um, message you this week saying for the out, give you an outro yeah. song and say let's have some violent Soho. How's that? Good man. Nines. Yeah. What is on for the weekend? For, oh, I'm going to Collingwood Carlton. Someday. Oh nice. I'm a pies man, so that'll be a big crowd. It's a Looking cracker. Forward to that. Yeah. Grab some munch beforehand. Brilliant. Love afternoon footy. How good's that? Yeah, it's good. It what is are, good. You're going to Perth, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm back in this week. Yeah, nice one. Six weeks out with a with a calf is. Long time, mate, sitting on the couch doing yeah. nothing. So
1: uh, good luck, man.
0: Yeah, catch us on um, RSN tomorrow, though, before that. And that's it. we're in on about 10 30, with Gareth. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we'll probably regurgitate some of the same stuff, I'm sure, with some more hot topics. But uh, have a good weekend, gamble responsibly, and we'll catch you all next week.
1: Take it easy.